Welcome to the 14th podcast in our series, Life in the Time of Coronavirus. Here, Amma de Graft Aikens, British Academy Global Professor in the Institute of Advanced Studies at UCL, and a social psychologist researching chronic illness and experiences of care in African contexts, considers how artists are shaping current understandings of COVID-19 in Ghana. She situates contemporary responses to coronavirus in relation to previous pandemics, specifically the global flu pandemic of 1918, as well as the ongoing HIV crisis. Art, she argues, provides a space of knowledge production, critical engagement and potential healing in the face of the threat to life and livelihood posed by the virus. Just days after partial lockdown was imposed in Ghana, a satirical video on the COVID-19 pandemic went viral on social media. In the video, the Ghanaian comedian and actor Clemente Suarez, playing a schoolboy called Timothy, was walking along a road when he was suddenly accosted by a journalist. The journalist, Vox Pop style, asked Timothy to recite the Corona ABCD. As Timothy worked his way through the ABCDs of what he called colonial virus in a mixture of English and the Akan language chi, he made you laugh and he made you think. Hidden in the funny imagery and the slight twists of chi expressions replacing English alphabets were the core public health messages of physical distancing, hand washing and respiratory hygiene. There was also political critique. The president, the vice president, a government minister and charismatic Christian leaders all had alphabets dedicated to them. Suarez's Vox Pop parody joined several COVID commentaries from Ghana's creative arts communities since the first two cases were reported on March 12, 2020. These COVID art forms, in quotes, have been shared on social media, traditional media and social networks, reaching thousands of Ghanaians at home and abroad. As part of my public engagement project, my team and I have collated cartoons, comedy skits, folk songs, murals, fashion and new textile designs. Most art forms have been grassroots responses from dynamic men and women, but some have been state-sponsored and commercial projects. Why is art important to Ghana's COVID response? First, artists hold a mirror to society. They're conduits for knowledge production. The Ghanaian scholar of linguistics and oral literature, Yanka, has written extensively about Ghanaian traditional arts. He draws attention to the ways folklore Folk songs and theatre, for example, use satire and subversive critique to channel collective memory, challenge social norms and authority, and confront taboos and sacred institutions. At another level, art helps society to familiarise the unfamiliar. In my field of social psychology, theorists define social knowledge as a process and product that develops when we anchor the unknown or unfamiliar into what we already know. 
The unfamiliar does not always come from outside. It can come from within society and from within ourselves. We do not always anchor the unfamiliar fully. We can anchor partially or not at all. In our everyday lives, we're confronted with familiar alien threats. These are categories of things or people we already know that we actively maintain in an unfamiliar position. A common example is madness or people living with serious mental illnesses. We do not fully anchor familiar alien threats. We distance ourselves under some circumstances. We ostracize or stigmatize. I want to make a case here that pandemics are familiar alien threats. We make sense of each new pandemic through the collective memories of old ones, but we never fully anchor them. This is true for lay societies as well as for scientific communities and political institutions. We see this process in the way that Ghanaians have made sense of COVID. For some groups, COVID has been partially anchored in recent memories of the Ebola virus pandemic of 2014. Ghana did not record Ebola cases, but anticipation caused anxiety, fear and stigma in lay and healthcare communities and tensions within the scientific community. For others, COVID has been partially anchored in the HIV-AIDS pandemic of the 1980s. HIV-AIDS was a significant public health crisis that changed Ghanaian society and transformed the landscape of health systems and public health research, and not necessarily for the better. And for elderly Ghanaians in their 80s and 90s, COVID has been anchored in their memories of the 1918 global flu pandemic. This pandemic killed 100,000 people or more in the Gold Coast over a six-month period. It informed changes in health promotion and urban town planning by the colonial British government. Artists recognize the importance of collective memory in making sense of new public threats. When Suarez recited his ABCDs, he reminded the audience about the 1983 famine that caused great hardship for many Ghanaians, as well as the coup years of the 1970s when curfews were enforced by the military in very similar ways to the early days of COVID lockdown. When Ghana Textiles Printing, GTP, inaugurated new COVID textile designs in July, the marketing director, Mr. Stephen Bidou, was interviewed by the BBC. He said, and I quote, We're a business that tells stories, and we tell our stories through our designs. We believe that it's going to leave a mark in the history of the world and it's important that generations that come after us get to know that once upon a time such a phenomenon occurred." End quote. A second reason why the arts are important is that they're inextricably linked to health and healing. Traditional healing in Ghanaian cultures has always incorporated the arts. Objects, artifacts, singing, drumming, dancing, and theatre are tools for divination and treatment. For decades, public health interventions have incorporated the arts. Posters, billboards, radio jingles, television dramas, and community theatre 
have become common ways of understanding new health threats such as Ebola or chronic threats such as maternal and child mortality. COVID art forms such as folk songs, comedy skits and murals fall under this category of arts and health. My final thoughts on how the arts can contribute to the broader national response to COVID in the future. I think there are two potential parts. One is simple, the other is complicated. First, health communication and education. COVID-19 is a complex and unpredictable virus. The science of the virus changes by the day. One can catch the virus and not show symptoms but transmit the virus to others. One can recover from the virus but then live with disability and new chronic conditions. The challenge then is to communicate the evolving character of the virus in ways that connect across communities, cultures and languages. For instance, how can we translate asymptomatic, super spreader or multimorbidity in Chi, Ga or Dagbani without straying into the supernatural realm of invisible spirits and forces? The ethnomusicologist Gregory Bars observes that music as medical intervention for AIDS in Uganda worked in part because, and I quote, when technical, scientific or medical AIDS talk was abandoned in favour of localised terminologies, audiences appeared much less threatened and anxious. Heads nodded in agreement or hands clapped in laughter when particular lines resonate with the audience's experience, end quote. When Suarez uses the term colonial virus in his video, he taps into localised terminologies of COVID. His audience laughs, and then they listen, and perhaps absorb new ideas and information. In global health and in Ghana, there are calls for using COVID as a catalyst to reimagine and restructure neglected health and social systems in ways that endure beyond the pandemic. Same calls were made during the Ebola and HIV AIDS pandemics. Officially, the number of COVID cases in Ghana has risen from two in March to just under 38,000 in August. The total number of deaths is 191. Ghana is fourth place in the top 10 African countries with the highest number of COVID cases. As the months wear on, meanings of the pandemic are shifting from hypothetical ideas and detached observations to lived experiences. People are getting sick, losing loved ones, losing jobs, and grappling with fatigue, uncertainty, and faith. Poor and marginalized communities are suffering the most. While the government claims that policy decisions follow the local and global science, public health interventions are now competing with political priorities, such as impending elections. Early promises to protect frontline health workers and vulnerable communities, for example, are not being kept. Every pandemic exposes and amplifies existing inequalities in social systems and institutions. Each one also reveals the inner workings of political systems and power. While COVID-19 may present an extreme case study of this phenomenon in Ghana and elsewhere, history shows 
that the social and political responses are no different. Artists can certainly shape the reimagining of Ghana's health and social protection systems, but the restructuring will require more complicated work across social political divides. Thank you for listening. Do send us your feedback and proposals at a.brainchat at ucl.ac.uk and find more talk pieces in the Institute of Advanced Studies website or your podcast app. Music is by Small House and the BBC Sound Archive. Communications are by Patricia Mascarell-Jombard. Production and edition are by me, Albert Benchatelar, and executive producer is Tamar Carr. Look after yourselves and others. See you soon. <laughs>